Now, in studio, in the stressless, it's Deputy Superintendent Laura Nordquist with Ben Lapine Schools. Laura, good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm happy to be here. In person and all comfy in the yeah. stressless? Doing good. <laughs> so, to, for folks who don't know, give us a little bit on your background, how long you've been with the schools in, in Central Oregon and all that. Well, I've been with the schools in Central Oregon for 30 years. I've been in Ben Lapine Schools for, this is my 15th year. Wow. And before that? Uh, Crick County for a couple of years and Sisters oh. for 14 years. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So you have a well-rounded view. Of... <laughs> yeah, I know the region. <laughs> you do indeed. You do indeed. Uh, recently, your association, the Schools Association with KBND was with hiring fairs. You were hiring for custodial, nutrition, and uh, bus drivers. How are things going in those departments? Really, really well. I'm excited to say that we were so successful with our bus drivers that we were able to collapse back to two routes, a route for our elementary students and then a route for middle and high school students. Um, previously, last year, we had to do three different routes, which took our school day pretty late. So we're very excited. Great recruiting, great work by our transportation department to get us to those two routes that we previously had before the pandemic. Okay. Are there any changes that should parents go online and, and look for any changes in those routes? Well, uh, definitely. So once a student is registered for school, if that student wants to ride the bus, the family needs to go in and register as a bus rider. And at that point, they can see their route, exactly what time they're going to, well, what time we plan to pick them up, what time uh, we plan to drop them off in the afternoon. Okay. And uh, when we were talking to the folks regarding the, the school bus um, hiring events that they were doing, this is a, an opportunity for the drivers to basically get to watch these kids grow up if they stay with yeah. the job. Oh, yeah. It's a wonderful. I, think, I would say that all our jobs in education are like that, whether you're a custodian, a nutrition services worker, a teacher, an administrator, a bus driver. It's, a, it's an opportunity to follow students through the year and contribute to their success. And as far as those other departments go, nutrition and custodial, we're all set? Uh, we're always hiring in nutrition services and custodial. Those are jobs that um, we get, you know, a, a quite a bit of turnover as people turn to other things. So I would encourage anyone interested in nutrition services and custodial work to uh, apply. How about the general population of the schools? Um, assuming since we're the fastest growing region in the state. You've been, you've been seeing increases year over year. Uh, actually, that's not true over the really? last two years. So we lost enrollment during the pandemic. So after approximately 20 years of sustained growth, um, we lost somewhere in the neighborhood of about 1,000 students um, over the last two years. We projected to be essentially flat this year, so look the same as last year, and it looks like we'll meet those projections. Okay. Well, that's really interesting. And the... Uh, uh, folks that uh, are helping out with it, your teachers, your staff, et cetera, good staffing levels? Oh, yes. And I, and I have to say, I was at a conference with uh, probably 400 to 500 teachers from the district over the last two days. And the enthusiasm in the room and the excitement about the upcoming year. I mean, we're optimistic people in general. I think that's something that takes you into education. But uh, there's such an energy at the start of the year, and I, you could just feel it in the room. So I'm excited, and I know they're excited as well. Any schedule changes this year, holidays, start times? Uh, 
yes, there is a change in primarily the secondary start times. The, the elementary start times are almost the same. So we're going from 745 to 215, which is, I think, only five minutes different from last year. Um, but by combining those middle and high school bus routes, we were able to, we're going 845 to 345 for both middle and high school students. Now, this has been a couple of years since you've instituted the time change. Right. How is that? How long has it been? And then how has it been working? Yeah, out? and of course, the, again, the pandemic threw a little bit of that for a loop. Uh, I think it's going really, really well. It, what we're doing is in line with a growing body of research about adolescent sleep cycles and knowing that we can't just tell teenagers to go to bed earlier. It's actually physiologically difficult for them to fall asleep earlier. So starting our elementary students earlier and letting them out earlier and then letting those uh, adolescents sleep a little bit later seems to be working really well. Yeah, it's been a long while since mine have been at home, but <laughs> yeah. those 7 a.m. starts yeah. were pretty tough. Yeah, pretty, pretty brutal. Yeah, yeah. So uh, first day? Uh, for most of our students, it's a little complicated, but for most of our students, it's Wednesday, September 7th. So all our first through fifth graders our sixth graders at the middle school and our ninth graders at the high school have a special orientation day. Um, for our kindergartners, we have half of them come on Wednesday, September 7th, and then the other half come on Thursday the 8th. So they can get used to school in smaller groups, and then they all go on Friday the 9th. And then our 10th through 12th graders and our 7th and 8th graders all start on Thursday, September 8th. All right. Advice for new parents who have young ones starting? Oh, well, my most important advice, and by the way, my daughter and son-in-law, this is aimed at you, uh, get them to bed earlier. <laughs> In the summer, we tend to stay up later, and those kids will be getting on buses as early as probably 6.30 in the morning. So start adjusting those bedtimes and uh, convey your own excitement rather than anxiety about starting school so they feel excitement from you. We have an amazing group of kindergarten teachers and they'll be in great hands and they'll love it uh but i always know those i know those first few days are anxious indeed they are all right ben lapine schools deputy superintendent laura norquist laura thank you very much for being here thanks for having me very good to see you laura norquist deputy superintendent ben lapine schools our guest here at fm news 100.1 and 1110 kbnd